What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 62, recorded and released today, Friday, October 25th, on time for once, kind of the delayed version because we didn't do last week, but we'll get to that soon. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the one and only Ahmed GE. Yeah, I called you out. What are you going to do about it? I'm not going to do anything. That's fine because you, you didn't leave an awkward silence between... All right, I'm just going to call what? you out from now on. So anyways, <sighs> we just recorded, fine. we went to go record, and I am pretty tired. And I was like, welcome. And I'm like, huh? Wait, what did I do? Like, I recited Without it in my saying head. anything else. There was nothing else. Immediately. Welcome. Just like, welcome. Oh my God. Welcome. You've anyway, got mail. Stop it. Remember? Okay, hold on. Do you remember the advertisements they used to shout at you? And they hello. Um, yes. I remember one that was like, Verisign is a bad company. And I'm like, I don't even know what Verisign <laughs> is. But it like haunted me the way she said it. I was like, oh, okay. Oh I'll make God. sure to never use them. The ads scary. that are still my favorite are the ones where it's like, doctors will hate them. and <laughs> Doctors hate them. One weird old trick. Oh, my God. I hate it. It's, it's always so like, ugh. I Anyways, remember, you I remember I those little emojis. I was very curious. Oh, yeah, the emojis. Remember Bonsai Buddy? Yes. Remember when we were in like grade school and we installed Bonsai Buddy on all the school computers? Yes. Thinking nothing of it. Little did we know it was spyware. It's fine. I had Bonsai Buddy in the home computer, and he was my buddy. <laughs> he was helpful. What did he even do? I don't even remember. He was like, he was Alexa before Alexa. He was your your assistant. He would like find you things, and you can play games with him. Alexa, are you Bonsai Buddy? <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm, yeah, neither mm. am I. Wow. She absorbed the soul. That's what that means. She really did. She went and she went. <laughs> She's like, mm, I'm not sure. That's so weird. I've never heard <laughs> that name sure. before. I'm not sure. Sounds like he's dead, though. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that name in years. Oh, my Lord. All right. It's been a while. So we are terrible people, and we skipped last week uh, for no, no I mean, real reason. Well, why did we skip last week? I, mean, I don't there remember was a, exactly. There wasn't too much news. There was some news. But anyways, we kept planning to record, and it just never happened. So anyway, we're back better than ever, and we got a, a boatload of news to go through. So let's go through Perfect. first uh, how we always start our episodes with, what are you up to? Nothing much. I started a new job two weeks Congratulations. ago. So that's been very exciting. Thank you, thank you. That's why um, we didn't record, because you're starting a new job. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> it's a nine-to-five job. Um, well, technically nine to six, which is a little aggressive, but it's fine. Um, very exciting. Uh, so I've been super kind of stressed out and busy this week. Um, getting into the, not stressed out, actually. I've just been busy in general, just getting into the swing of things, getting back into my routine. Um, cause I don't have the luxury of working from home all the time as I did in the past. So I have to get used to the life of, you know, getting my chores done on the weekends when I would usually just get them done during the day. But Besides that, um, yeah, I got a new phone today. I got the Pixel 4 XL, so I've been um, setting that up and playing with the camera and getting used to it and all that fun stuff. I'm panicked, though, because I don't like the design of the back at all. It's literally a giant fingerprint magnet. Like, it's just a mirror. Um, and I don't have the case for it yet because the case that I'm getting for the, for the lens attachments that I have hasn't been released yet. So it's on pre-order, but it's not coming until like sometime in November. Just get so a I cheap gotta, case off Amazon. I Yeah, so I'm getting a cheap case off Amazon, but I have a Halloween party to go to tomorrow night. So I'm like, what if I drop it at the Halloween party and then it smashes and then I'm done? Rest in Can peace to me. Can you get insurance on it or no? It's Google offer insurance? Like Apple they Care? do, but it's expensive. It's like $130 or something. Like I've never gotten it before. I've never had an issue. So I don't know. Anyways, I've ever since, I don't know, maybe... Two iPhones ago, I always get Apple Care because it's like, I don't know, if I crack the screen, I just go to the Apple Store and it's like $30 instead of dealing with having payments on a phone or paying over $1,000 for a phone and then being like, um, yeah, your phone is a brick. I have never cracked the screen before. I've cracked the screen one time. You so are now going to crack your screen tomorrow I night. I cracked the screen one time. It was an old Nokia phone and I was riding a roller coaster and I had it in my pocket and the lap bar like was pressing on it. And it cracked, like it bent the phone in half. Yikes. And that was what happened. So now I never put my phone in pocket on a roller coaster anymore. Um, but yeah, besides that, phone's great so far. I'm excited to play around with the camera a little more because I love I love the cameras on the Pixel phones. Um, uh, what else happened this week? I saw The Lighthouse. That was a thing. It was a film. Can confirm it was a motion picture. This is the one that everyone's <laughs> been like freaking out about, right? 
it's yeah it's getting like rave reviews across the board from like film critics specifically this is generally uh, i don't know like obviously i watch a lot of movies so i thought like oh maybe this will be up my alley this is the robert pattinson and willem dafoe black and white whatever movie they're like Mm. on a lighthouse in an island um it's just i don't know it's not for me i had to like read an ending explained and i was like oh i get it but i never would have gotten it because i didn't study greek history in college so this isn't for me i don't know if you're a film critic and you're like greek mythology then then go watch it maybe you'll have a good time you'll have a better Mm. time than i did it was uh there were tentacles can confirm though so that was exciting (laughs) it was a very weird movie um good on you for going to see it right i tried i mean i was excited about it i feel like i saw something else but i don't remember what i saw oh i bet i can tell you ready Oh, wait, scroll up to the movies from last time. This movies from last time, I already talked about them, if they're from last time. What are you talking about? No, 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 We went through, like, a whole... Didn't we go through... You didn't see The Addams Family. I did not see The Addams Family. I don't mm. think I saw anything else, I guess. There was Maybe that summer movie preview that you put together. Oh, that was mad long ago. Yeah, but you It's not summer anymore. It's fall now. The summer okay. movie preview only went until August. Ahmed, are you blind? You did a fall holiday movie outlook. You're right. Here, hold um, on. Let me read exactly what you wrote. Fall holiday movie outlook roundup. Giddy up, yeehaw. <laughs> well, hilarious. Oh, we saw Ad Astra, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, we talked about that. We saw Zombieland, double tap together. We saw, we saw Zombieland, yeah. I don't, I yes. don't know of any other. You didn't see Lucy in the Sky. No. And that then one that's the only other movie be, you have besides The Lighthouse here. Yeah, that one turned out to be bad. Oh, Lucy really? Lucy in the Sky. <laughs> Like, I didn't see it. It's just reviewed very badly. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my my energy. You're not going to waste your AMC A-list that is technically <laughs> a free said movie. energy. Nice. Um, but on deck, for things I do want to see, I still have to obviously see Joker. Um, I want to see Jojo Rabbit and a few other things. I forgot what they are. I don't know. This list is not up to date. Not exhaustive. But yes, we, we did see Zombieland. Yes, we did. And it was entertaining, but it was not, I don't know. It wasn't great. I don't know. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I mean, it, like, it was fine to watch once, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. It was entertaining. It was, it had its moments, but mostly it was just, I don't know. I felt like a lot of the jokes felt flat, and a lot of the new characters were introduced to, they, like, not to spoil anything, but they're not around for very long. So <laughs> it's kind of pointless because you're like, oh, cool, I like this character. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't get too attached. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you been playing anything? I'm sure you've been playing Overwatch. Don't lie to the people. I have, because it's so easy to just pick up and play. So, obviously, we've been playing it out on Switch. Um, and it it runs. I don't want to say it runs well, but it runs. I thoroughly enjoy it on Switch. I don't... You are... I, I, I don't know. The Joy-Cons are not good controllers for Switch, for, for Overwatch. I think it's user error, because I'm still good on the Joy-Con. So you're good because everyone else is bad. That's what I found. Oh, really? It's really easy to be good on Switch because everyone else is genuinely struggling. I play... Really? Anyways. Yeah. It's not... Like, the level of play is very different, but that's besides the point. The Joy-Cons themselves, as, like, a, like the control sticks on the Joy-Con, if you call them... I don't know what they're called. Joysticks, I guess? Because they're all short and nubby. They, like... They have a wiggle before they actually move. Like, physically. Like, before you actually start moving, I don't know, like, on the in the game, you have to move it farther than the center. Where it, like, I don't know, it has, like, a little... I don't know how to describe it. If, you, if you've held the Joy-Con before, you know what I'm talking about. Like, wiggles in the middle. And that's not good for Overwatch. Whereas the Pro Controller does not have that wiggle. So it plays much better with the Pro Controller. But then that kind of defeats the purpose. If I'm playing on the road, I want to be able to just play with my Joy-Cons. I don't want to have to, like stand up the switch and play with a pro controller so i don't know it's fine it's passable like if you're at an airport and you really want to just pass the time it'll work if you have the good and you know good enough wi-fi but i don't know i'm gonna look into this oh i see what you're talking about like the ps4 controller doesn't do that like it moves and that's like it moves yes paul is demonstrating like it it shifts a little bit but it's not like actually tilting you know? See, I don't, I don't know. I guess 
It depends on what heroes you play. If you're playing, like, Soldier 76 or McCree or someone where, like, precise aim really matters, then you're really going to notice it. But, like, I was playing a lot of, like, Sigma and D.Va, where that doesn't really matter. Your aim doesn't matter as much. You're kind of just all over the place. So it feels better, and it feels fine playing them. But try to play, like, McCree, and then you'll notice. And you'll be like, hmm, I can't aim for for shit. I did, and then play with the pro controller, and it plays fine. I did really well with McCree recently, so I don't know what to tell you. Well, I do know what to tell you. I played a lot of Fortnite on Switch, so I probably got used to the Joy-Cons probably more than you have. Probably. So I've never played an FPS on Switch besides this, and I was like, hmm, this feels weird. Yeah, I played a lot of Fortnite on Switch, so maybe that's why. That probably is why. I don't know. Probably. Um, Well, I obviously saw Zombieland. I'm very close to beating Link's Awakening. I think I have like one instrument left to get, so that's exciting. Um, I have also been playing Overwatch for Switch. I've been playing some of the stuff for easy loot boxes, so that's been cool. Um, I also got a new phone. I got I got an iPhone 11 Pro, Ooh, not the fancy. Max. So it is it is very nice, and I got a cheapo case off Amazon, and then Best Buy has, what do you call it? Um, it's like the official Apple silicone cases, and they have them for 40% off, which is pretty unheard of usually. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah, so I got um, I got one of those in a Alaskan blue, which is really nice looking. Um, Show me. I'm curious now. I will pull it up. Please hold. Oh, it's not. You haven't gotten it in real life. Never oh no, no 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 no! I ordered it on Best Buy. Speaking of which, I wonder if Best Buy has a case that I can pick up quickly. That's like cheap. No, they don't. You know Every case will? is fifty dollars. Oh yeah. You know who probably would one of the carriers, whether it be T-Mobile or AT&T or Verizon. Even Verizon, yeah. There is a Verizon store around the corner from me. Ooh, can I use your discount? I don't get no discount. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes, Anyways. I, I do. Just like everyone else, I get a 25% discount accessories. That's Maybe. Fine. I'll consider it if you, uh, if you beg and plead for your life. <laughs> beg and plead? Damn. Oh, okay. no. What the heck? Stakes I bought this case, and it's like Apple Music, free Apple Music for three months. I don't want that. Don't send that to me. Okay, here we Too go. Too bad. They are. Um, here it is. Let's see. Speaking of free things for Apple, oh, that is cute. It's like a it's like a dark grayish blue. Yeah, it's like a lighter, actually. You can't really see it, but. Oh, well, just kidding. Yeah. Um, speaking of things for free, so for, uh, for my job, I had to get a MacBook Air, um, and when you buy any new MacBook or any new Apple device, I think it is, you get a free year of Apple TV Plus. So that'll be exciting. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's funny because I just went to open up my, uh, I just went to open up my what do you call it? Whatever the hell this thing's called, the TV app because because I, I bought a new iPhone, yes. I get it as yeah, well. Yeah. I don't know where it is though. I can't access it. Where it says TV. It's real easy. Shut up. What do I do? <laughs> open it. And it tells me. It gives it to me. Well, no, it's it'll say like come back in November or something or like oh November. coming November first. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, that is exciting. Yes. I, I did want to get that to begin with just to try it for a couple months to see like I don't know whatever like Snoopy in space. That's my mood. Snoopy I'm in, in space. I'm in. Well, a, oh, preview. What is this preview? Oh, it's a trailer. <laughs> Anyways, hello. Um, <laughs> I love loud noises. But yeah, so it's. Uh, it's really nice though, and the cameras are you know very spaceship looking. But it's spaceship uh, looking. The ultra wide lens is really nice. I haven't played with it too much because I just got all my stuff over to it. But it's yeah, very it's, wild. And when, when you, we go to Disneyland, I'm so excited to try. I this. was literally just gonna say when you go to Disney, you're gonna get a lot of really cool shots. Ultra wide is all is really cool for just theme parks in general. That's always my like go to. Yeah, and I'm also surprised. I think you can do ultra wide. Yeah, you can do ultra wide selfies. Yeah, which are I don't know, very strange. So that you can get all your friends in, so that you don't have to relegate the phone to me. Oh, with my arms. anyways, I didn't think about it that way. Now that you put it that way, that makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Yeah, I think Google started doing that on the Pixel Three, like having an ultra wide selfie camera. But I don't think that the Pixel Four has that anymore because I tried it and it looked like it was just a regular camera. But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know either because the the selfie camera is just one camera still. Anyways, I don't know. It's magic. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just defaults to an ultra wide, and like when before you zoom out, it's like 
by default when you open it, it's zoomed in, and then you mm. can zoom it out if you want. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is the idea. Very observant of you. I tried. Uh, what else did I do? Anything else? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. Nee. Eh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's been... We went to a farm. Oh, yeah, we did go to a farm. I was like, we did something this weekend. We... Went to a yeah, farm? I went to a haunted I got house. attacked by wasps? <laughs> there was a wasp that landed in his hot dog, and he has not stopped complaining about it. I was so mad about he's like, that. it ate my hot dog, but, like, he literally had finished the hot dog. There was just a piece of bread that the, that the wasp got to. I squeezed it, and I murdered him with my hand, and then stomped on him. Wow. Cold-blooded murderer. The wasp killer. <laughs> the wasp killer. From yeah. the sick and twisted mind of Paul Kanye. Oh, my God. These <laughs> ultra-wide pictures on my fingers are so funny. <laughs> he looks like E.T. He takes ultra-wide pictures of his finger, and it just doesn't look It looks scary. so... Yeah, it looks disgusting. It makes it very long and disgusting. Anyways, I think it's about that time that we move into literally all Disney topics of entertainment. Hot toppies. Okay. Oh, I should make a jingle. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I think you should make a jingle. Right. You make you think of a jingle while I cover the first article here. I already got it. All right, go ahead. Okay, get ready for it. As soon as I finish this article, you're you're up. Okay. Um, all right, Pirates of the Caribbean, the reboot, is back in action, apparently. So this was, like, canceled, and then it came back, and then it was canceled again. Now it's back again. So this one comes from Deadline, who reports the Pirates of the Caribbean Reboot has set sail once again. Deadline has confirmed that Disney has brought on Emmy-winning Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin and Ted Elliott, who co-wrote the first four Pirates movies, to craft a story for a new Pirates movie. This comes after Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the Deadpool screenwriters who were originally hired to write the script for a sixth installment, dropped out earlier this year. The film is in early development stages, and producer uh, Jerry Bruckheimer is expected to return to the Johnny Depp-steered franchise. However... Depp launched the films uh, as the blurry buccaneer Jack Sparrow, but recent legal drama leaves it unclear on whether he will reprise his role. Uh, the films have collectively grossed over $4.5 billion worldwide, so obviously Disney will not let this one die. Um, you marathon the Pirates movies with us, right? Right before the fifth one came out, or the fourth one? Something like that. It's been so long since I've seen them, but yes. I mean, yeah. this. I hope they like genuinely reboot it but at the same time i feel like it's almost too soon for like a full-on reboot um like what's so like a new I cast think, kind of thing i think the rebooting because they don't want johnny depp in the movie anymore because that's what i assumed yeah but like why don't just not have it for a while and or do, are they trying to reboot so that they can like take make a new animatronic and like just change up the whole look no i don't know it's weird because johnny like Jack Sparrow is so embedded in everything. It's That's what I'm saying. kind of ridiculous. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. So, I guess the way I look at it as it's very strange if they're trying to reboot it because at the end of the fifth movie, they reintroduce Davy Jones or like imply that he's alive or something. So I'm shocked that you remember this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I really like the Pirates movies because it's just like it's my like I don't know guilty pleasure. I guess you could call it, but. It's my, like, trash TV that I enjoy, so... Um, it's fair. I mean, I enjoyed watching them. I've never, like, regretted seeing one, but at the same time, I they're not very memorable to me, at least. The first three are memorable, then four is, like, okay, and then five... Four and five are pretty bad. So, I don't know. I have fond memories of rewatching the first three with my sisters over and over again, because we just like them a lot. So, but Got the it. others, I don't know. The others are kind of... The other two new ones are whack. I guess Especially they're the not one. memorable to me just because I've only seen all of them once. Yeah. So it hasn't, like, had time to be absorbed, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Count me in. I'll be there. Remember when Pir uh, Johnny Depp came out on a ship at D23? Because I do. I do remember that. That was two years ago, huh? Yeah, it was. Time flies. Time does fly when you're, I don't know. All right, I give us a jingle. Go ahead. Say. We're ready. Ears are open. Hot toppies. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Perfect. Thanks. That was a fantastic jingle. You're it jingled my jangles. It jingled your jangles. Oh my I god! Don't, I don't know where these things are coming from. <laughs> He's dying. He's speaking dying. Speaking of speaking of jingles and jangles, this next one is pretty wild. Make sure you open this link so you see this picture. This Earth link? to Ned, a new Jim Henson puppet talk show coming to Disney Plus. Is this based on 
Dark Crystal, or no, it's not it's, because it's, Disney Plus. It's just kidding. from the same kind of puppet creators. So Got uh, this it. one comes from IGN. According to Hollywood Reporter, the straight to series order will consist of comedic half-hour sessions wherein Ned, a blue-skinned alien with a penchant for pop culture, will interview real-life celebrity guests on the bridge of a spaceship. Aboard the ship, Ned will also be joined by a few puppet pals, including Lieutenant Cornelius, who will presumably oversee the broadcast, along with their artificial intelligence, Beatty, and an army of clods, otherwise known as cloned living objects of destruction. Is it Beatty or Betty? Oh. You know, when I said Beatty, I was thinking <laughs> of The Hunger Games. Um, the Hunger Games? Remember Beatty? Some... Oh, yes. Yes, I remember. Um, right. The characters in Earth to Ned will be brought to life by Jim Henson's Creature Shop, the same team behind Netflix's Dark Crystal Age of Resistance series, I which see. relied on a full cast of puppets to tell an all-new tale, expanding upon the original mythology of the 1982 film. I still gotta watch that. I've heard really, really good things about it, Dark Crystal. Yeah, so, so. this dude looks creepy as hell, but... <laughs> he looks like a Star Wars character, for being totally honest. I mean, I guess he does. In the first picture, he looks like he's seen some stuff. And then in the second picture, <laughs> just, he's like, hello. He has like little, that. Like, pigeon eyes do you see the face in the background yes is that uh zordon or whatever from power rangers stop <laughs> it looks like it it's betty it's like a ma- oh that is betty okay yeah betty, so betty, betty. All, all these guys got pigeon eyes i don't know the eyes are like 12 inches apart from each other <laughs> they're like round and orange and there's little Very white demons looking. little demons it's With fine teeth Speaking Anyways, more Disney Plus teeth. content. I'm good for four years. In case y'all didn't know, Verizon's giving away a free year of Disney Plus. Good news. We already signed up for three years of it. So, so now I got four. Do you? Does it stack like that? It does stack. Nice. It actually pauses the three-year membership, gives you the first year, and then resumes once the year is up. Oh, fancy. Is this for all Verizon Anyone like, customers? That's Verizon. Yeah, any Verizon customer. That is insane. Yeah. That One is a big... full year. Must be nice to have Disney money. Stick it to Anyways. Mobile. Anyways. <laughs> Listen, I get tacos every Tuesday, apparently. Mm-hmm. I've never redeemed one, but they get free tacos every Tuesday for T-Mobile. Oh, my God. Isn't um, it Whoppers now? No. It used to be Whoppers. Now it's tacos. It used to be Domino's Pizza. It's like full-on medium Domino's Pizza. and then Anyways, Domino's we're getting like, we're smaller done. and smaller. <laughs> they really are. It's I'm like, pretty sure it is Whoppers now, Ahmed. I'm not. I literally just saw the offer this past Tuesday. Oh, It anyways, was tacos. Taco Bell is like a standing thing now, but it's only like one single like Doritos Loco Taco or whatever garbage. Anyways, oh, anyways, that's unfortunate. Speaking of Disney Plus, and speaking of Halloween, which we are now less than a week away from, Hocus Pocus is coming back. There's a sequel being developed for Disney Plus. Um, this one comes from IGN. A sequel to 1993's Hocus Pocus is in development for Disney Plus, and Workaholics writer and co-producer Jen D'Angelo will be writing the script. Um, as reported by Collider, Hocus Pocus stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy uh, have not been attached to the new project as of yet, but D'Angelo has been tasked with finding a way to bring back the original cast in some way. So this will probably be like a kind of a reboot of sorts, but they'll like a sequel reboot um, where they'll make like a cameo or something is what I'm predicting. But that is exciting because I actually haven't. I hadn't seen Hocus Pocus until very recently, and then I watched it, and I was like, I see what the hype is about. This is a fun movie, but yeah, it's a good time. We'll see. Very exciting. I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be better than the original, but it'll be like the original new not generation a good movie. Like it's entertaining. It's not good critically, but it's like it's one of those like trash movies that everyone loves. It's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. Yeah. However, I was say, like you know what is musical, but that's a hot take. What did you say? I was going to say, like, High School Musical, but that's a hot take. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Next topic before we all assassinate Ahmed. High School Musical is a bad movie, but it's good. It's fine. Yeah. It that's what like I'm that. saying. I know. I know. I know. Yes, I agree with you. All right. This next one um, was pretty big news, I think, for whatever. I don't know. I think it's pretty big news. Uh, this one comes from Entertainment Weekly, who reports that Lizzie McGuire revival series casts all the original McGuire family members. So... Everybody's here, even her brother, who's looking old as hell. So, I gotta be honest, I've never seen Lizzie McGuire. Oh, this that's is, unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I'm Lizzie sorry. McGuire is. Uh, th- I think that this is gonna be a lot of fun, and I'm very excited for it. And the fact that we saw Hillary Duff right when they announced it—that was pretty cool. That was wild. Remember when they were playing the theme song 
and everyone's like, "You don't know it's from Lizard Wire movie?" And I'm like, "No, I don't, I don't know." And then I leaned over anything. right before the whole High School Musical thing started. And I said, "They're going to announce a new Lizzie McGuire show." And, and yet, then it happened, and there was no rumor. I was so proud of myself. I predicted something right. A thousand things wrong, but one thing right. That's all that matters. You it's miss all- 100% of the, the shots you don't take. All right, Wayne Gretzky, settle down. Wayne Gretzky, is that who? Oh, it is. Yes, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm surprised that you knew that. Off you're going to go ahead so and say these these quotes? You don't even know who said them? Yes. That's what I, actually, <laughs> Michael goes, Scott said it first, and then it was Wayne Gretzky. Leans in real close. Yes. Yes, that's me. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so uh, Entertainment Weekly reports original Lizzie McGuire stars Haley Todd, Robert Carradine, and Jake Thomas have all been cast in the streaming revival series alongside Hilary Duff. Todd and Carradine will, repri- will be well, excuse me will reprise their roles as Lizzie's parents Joe and Sam, with Thomas once again playing her younger brother Matt. Uh, we already have our first look at the, at the McGuire clan back and back together again as the cast reunited for the first time in 15 years for a read through of the first episode. Oh, that's cute. And they're all like smiling, and Hilary Duff is mad hyped. She's like screaming. I mean, she should be. I don't know. She's, She's been be awesome. like, she really like skated by. Like she she had her little career, and then she was like, okay, I'm gonna go be a normal person now, and was like real chill. And then she come back. She's like, okay, I could be an adult actress now. Like, yeah. Real. She's probably the only Disney Channel star that didn't go and like I don't know have like a breakdown. <laughs> Literally. Essentially. I feel like Selena Gomez didn't have a breakdown, but I don't know. She had a moment or two when it was when it was a little scary. Justin Bieber comes to mind. Mm. Anyways, Disney apparently won't let theaters screen classic Fox movies anymore. Did you see um, this? I remember seeing this a long time ago with regards to Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I see is mentioned in this article. So this one comes from IGN. Um, a report in Vulture rounds up multiple theater owners and programmers who have experienced denials and difficulties when it comes to booking older 20th Century Fox films. So specifically, not like AMCs or Regals, but it's like the smaller like regional movie theaters that play like older movies like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, for, for example, a horror film festival in Ohio wasn't allowed to play The Omen or The Fly this year, and the transit drive-in in New York said vintage Fox films can no longer be screened at their theater. Vulture claims one of the sources said Disney will allow nonprofit theaters and museums to run older films they own. For example, the Museum of Modern Art in New York will play Steamboat Willie and the Skeleton Dance in the coming weeks. Uh, the source also says that Disney will take requests from theaters for special screenings, but they have to be dealt with on a case-by-case basis with the studio and can be easily denied. Uh, Rachel Fox, the senior programmer for the Rio Theater in Vancouver, wanted to book Alien in August but was refused. Uh, the movie has since be, uh, played on October 14th, and there are multiple screenings planned for 20th Century Fox's Rocky Horror Picture Show. That movie is celebrated all across the world at midnight screenings where guests are encouraged to show up in costumes, scream clapbacks at the movie's characters when they say certain quotes, and dance along to the movie. It's a tradition that goes back decades. Uh, she quipped that maybe Disney knows that if they pull Rocky Horror 2, there'll be a, a full-scale audience revolt. So I'm glad that at least Rocky Horror is still happening because I know that that's like a big cult following classic kind of thing. But this is annoying. Like, even though I would never go to the movie theaters to see these movies, like, that's kind of the, that's the whole business of these, like, small drive-ins that are, there's so few of them remaining if they can't get such these movies. It's frustrating. So I actually heard about this at work where someone was like, oh, did you hear that Disney is vaulting 20th Century Fox or 21st Century Fox movies? And I was like, no. And uh, sure enough, you know, I, I pulled this up and I was like, that's interesting. So it's like they've been... Put sealing, sealing them away in the vault, which the vault for so long has been this, you know, marketing tactic, right? So the real question is, are they doing this so that they put them on Disney Plus? Or are they just getting rid of them entirely? Not getting rid of them, but like sealing them away so that, you know, they have the rights to do what they do with their Disney movies, but to these movies as well. Yeah, that's so weird because part of the, like the spiel for Disney Plus was every movie, even like no matter its vault status, is on Disney Plus. So why are they bringing it back? So I guess I would hope that they're at least bringing them to Disney Plus. But then I don't know. If I was these small theaters, I would just run illicit screenings, literally putting a laptop with Disney Plus and just projecting that. But yeah. So um, okay. Apparently there was. So I saw this as well, and I didn't put it on here, but there was some uh, word from Gizmodo going around that. Disney Plus won't let users keep downloaded content after it leaves the platform. 
So this was going around, and then it's updated here. And then a spokesperson said that Bob Iger comments, uh, oh, that his comments were misinterpreted. And I think that's uh, pretty standard, though. Like, if you download something and then it leaves the platform, like, like I, I don't think Netflix lets you keep stuff that you've downloaded. Yeah, no. Well, no. Like, but also if nothing. It, if it gets oh. pulled from Netflix, so say The Office gets pulled from Netflix and you've downloaded every episode, you don't get to keep yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that's standard practice. That doesn't sound like anything shocking. Yeah. Because it is a streaming service. You don't own anything. So, yeah, it should disappear. Yeah. And um, so people were all up in arms. But that has now been subsided. What else we got? Is that Interesting. it? Interesting. I think that is it for Disney Power Hour. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my gosh. This next, probably the next couple weeks are going to be straight up Disney Plus everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, if you haven't, go check their Twitter. They've tweeted every single piece of content that is going to be out. Was, that was pretty cool. So they did that, and then they did, like, all these videos on their social media platforms. And I don't know. It was pretty cool to, like, watch because there's one that was really quick and it blew by like all of the theatrical posters for all of the movies that were on there. And like Lauren and I sat there looking through it. It was like, oh, we didn't realize that this was going to be on there or this was going to be on there. And I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of good content, at least starting on the platform. Yeah, there's a lot. There is a Overwhelming. lot. So, all right. Let's move right. in to the delay city oh, that no. is the hot tops of video games. Starting with perhaps the biggest news we've heard in i don't know probably the past right. good while this is the saddest news because we literally just talked about this in the last episode how hyped we were yeah so which is unfortunate so let's yeah let's go ahead and talk about it so this one comes yeah. from the playstation blog straight from neil Druckmann, the director of last of us part two an update from the game's director to our fans let me cut to the chase and get the news out of the way the last of us part two has a new release date of may 29th 2020 i know it was just about a month ago which is insane that's me talking, but a month ago when we had our big blowout for the game, letting media play over two hours of it, along with debuting our new story trailer and revealing the release date, the positive response we saw from our community was overwhelming. You can feel the energy among the team members. After working on something for so many years, it's invigorating to get a glimpse of validation for all the hard work. However, however, it was during the last few weeks as we were closing out sections of the game that we realized we simply didn't have enough time to bring the entire game up to a level of polish we would call Naughty Dog Quality. At this point, we were faced with two options, compromise parts of the game or get more time. We went with the latter, with this new release date allowing us to finish everything to our level of satisfaction while also reducing stress on the team. While we're relieved that we won't have to uh, compromise our vision, we're disappointed that we weren't able to avoid this exact situation. We wish we could have uh, foreseen the amount of polish we needed, but the size and scope of this game got the better of us. We hate disappointing our fans, and for that, we're sorry. We hope you understand that this additional time ensures that The Last of Us Part Two lives up to our collective ambition, as well as our commitment to the highest level of quality. We know the extra few months will add to what may already be an excruciating wait for all of us. We are grateful for your patience and continued support. Come next May, you will finally rejoin Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two. Signed, Neil. So, I'm fine with this personally. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, it's disappointing, but yes. it's, uh, it's not one of those things that's going to, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just, it's upsetting, but I would rather them work on it and deliver the best game than rush something out. That's garbage. So, Well, I also would have preferred if they just a month ago said, hey, guys, it's coming out next May. I mean, that also would have been nice. Like, I wonder what happened between now and then when they were like, hmm, maybe, like, did they get feedback on certain things? And they were like, oh, maybe we actually should fix this. Or like, yeah, there's a lot of chatter online about that right so it's like did i mean think about it if they were going to release in february like they planned most people that were going to take holidays probably would not have been allowed to take holidays and then you get into crunch and all that stuff over the holiday season which sucks for everybody mm. so in all reality from a pr perspective someone was probably like hey big wigs at sony if you want like a really bad story on your hands similar to what happened with i think it was uncharted that came out about crunch am i i want to say it might have been uncharted that sounds familiar that or one of the tomb raider games i don't know uh sounds like naughty dogs uncharted crunch was brutal yeah so yeah devs of uncharted and the last of us talk about crunch so yeah i mean that's that sucks it's not it's uh, here you go this one comes from game pressure 
uh, one of the cited quotes here. The former employee's uh, employee also says that during his last six months of working on the project, his weekly working time has increased from 40 to even 70 hours. That's um, a lot. Yeah. Although employees did not receive direct orders from the top to do overtime, management was able to motivate them to work longer. Uh, this was for Uncharted, right? Uncharted and The Last of Us, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. There's a lot of talk all the time about crunch and how terrible it is. So it's not fun for anybody. But, yeah, I mean, it sucks because, well, I don't know. So this, I think they have leverage here because this is such a big IP and they know that regardless of how long it's pushed back, it'll still perform extremely well. So I think that's why Sony was like, sure, do whatever you have to do. This uh, smaller studios and smaller games don't get this same flexibility, which is unfortunate. And it, crunch still is a problem and will f- remain a problem because people are insatiable. But insatiable—that's an SAT word. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would disagree that they had leverage because I think if they had leverage, they wouldn't have announced February a month ago. Like that—that mm-hmm. that was not very, as much for yeah. So yeah, okay. it was very you're, poor you're timing, right? Like, but. Yeah, you're talking about a month. We're not talking about three months. We're talking about one month. But so. like the fact that they were even able to change it so close, like instead of waiting until December and then announcing a delay, then they literally announced the delay just a month after announcing the release date, which is like yeah. weird timing. So I and that's why I'm saying like I feel like they had a solid argument to do so. Yeah. So soon after announcing the initial release date. No, I I, agree. I, I know what you're saying. I just I wish it'd be interesting to hear what happened between then and now because yeah. was it a oh we were debating between may and february we chose february or was it a yeah we thought february and then we found some major bug where we had to rework some whole area and we're just saying it's polish yeah so who know i mean they're never going to tell us the exact truth they're always gonna there's always some kind of pr spin that's the whole art of marketing but it's fine in three I, years we'll find out i'm okay to wait just yeah. delay till next halloween that's fine yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Great. Speaking of delaying until next Halloween, <laughs> Ubisoft oh essentially pushed out every single game that they have. I wonder if they heard the announcement like, ooh, now's a good time to push it out. It came out the same day. They're like, quick. Because, <laughs> like, no one paid attention. No, no one paid attention to this. So this one comes from Engadget. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, God of, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine will arrive late 2020. Now Skull and Bones, which looked almost like a... Uh, Sea of Thieves kind of thing. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what's the name of that game? Yeah, Sea of Thieves <laughs> won't they de- won't debut until at least 2021, which sucks. I was actually genuinely really excited for Skull and Bones to be everything that I wanted Sea of Thieves to be because I love pirates, but like, I was thinking about this right. Game. So did they just push those three games to be able to launch them on next gen? That's also possible because because they do have the dev the kits where. They've had a game. What the hell game was it? Um, the Assassin's Creed's definitely came out on. Like, yes. Assassin's not Creed Wii, Four. I guess. Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag came out on 360 and Xbox. And 1. Xbox One. Yeah, I was gonna say Wii U and Wii, but I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. It came out on Wii U, yeah. Yeah, Wii U, yes, but not original Wii, so that doesn't matter. But Ubisoft launch games, Xbox One. Yeah, that doesn't. That actually make. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about that. The new generation seems so far away, but it's so close. It's just next year. It's, it's crazy very to think close. About. Yeah. Here we go. Xbox One launch games. Full list revealed. Twenty three games. Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Uh, that was Ubisoft. Fighters Within. Oh, that was some BS. Uh, Connect game. Just Dance 2014. Remember the Just Dance games? Remember how Just Dance 2019 came out on Wii? I still think about that sometimes when I can't sleep. (laughs) Someone was relegated to developing for the Wii and making sure it worked. I guess they have the framework and they just like make different songs. I don't think it's kind of like the FIFA games. They don't really make any big upgrades. They just upload a new playlist and they're like, oh, here's a new game. Yeah. How much was that? How much was Just Dance 2019 for the Wii? Um, oh, I don't know. Probably $40. Wii. It came out for Wii U, too. Like, it really... They hit every single system. They said, how many discs can we put out? 
Wait how can we get this game on a TI eighty four calculator? Hold on. Watch Dogs came out for Wii U. Yeah. Anyways, why am I drawing a blank? I'm like, I don't ever remember. Wait, that. did it? Wait a minute. No, wait. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Did it? Really? Um, what Just Dance 2019, if you're wondering, is available uh, from Amazon starting at $34 with free Prime shipping. Oh, great. Yeah, uh, GameStop has it for $9.99 pre-owned. Watchdogs, really? Like, that sounds familiar, but I also can't picture it. No. I don't know why that seems weird. Anyways, um, there were other games where it was, like, delayed. Not delayed, but they launched it all at once. So, anyways, my prediction is that we'll see Watch Dogs Legion and these other games here all arrive on both current-gen and next-gen at the same time. And Well, there's also the the explanation here from the publisher. So, this one comes from Gadget. It says, the publisher made a call to push back or push them back in the wake of disappointing sales performance from Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which did not review well, and The Division 2, which did review well, which is surprising. Um, CEO Yves Guillemot, I don't know how that's how you pronounce it, suggested... Yeah, very French. Yeah, suggested in a conference call, Ubisoft did not, want, did not wait long enough between these sequels for these games to have more of an impact, which is exactly what happened with Assassin's Creed. Learn from your mistakes, y'all. Uh, we feel it's due to the fact that people have been able to play those games for a long time, what? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's not a sentence. We feel it's due to the fact that people have been able to play those games for a long time and experiencing that gameplay for a long time. We need to wait longer for something that is more differentiated. I guess this is supposed to say we feel due to the fact that people have not been able to play these games for a long time. That makes more sense. Um, so, yeah. Sure. I don't think that's the reason. I don't think anyone complained that Ghost Recon Breakpoint came out too soon. It was just not good. Apparently, apparently so. there was a lot of heat on the the i guess it was a shareholders call that they did this and people like apparently i don't know they were saying like ghost ghost recon breakpoint was a disaster is one of the phrases that i saw and i don't know it's a mess so ubisoft is not in a good position right now but you know it's not ubisoft like is such a they have such good ideas and they have such good ips but they never like do what i want them to do with them like they have splinter cell and assassin's creed and like watchdogs and all these other games that i feel like i would love but then they're just never as good as i want them to be and it's very disappointing anyways speaking of disappointing blizzcon is coming <laughs> who knows if it's gonna be canceled <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be canceled there's no way i think we've talked about this before have we yeah not? no we did with the whole hong kong thing i don't think it's gonna be canceled i think that there's gonna be a lot of negative press to come out of it yeah well I hope that it's not a total disaster because there have been leaks from some random person on Twitter. I forgot what his Twitter handle was. Metro or something? Like yeah, that? Metro. Metro OW um, was without any source, just like, oh yeah, they're going to announce Overwatch 2 at BlizzCon. And everyone's like, huh? Um, and apparently he's been right about, um, he's predicted Ash, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, he's predicted Ash in the past um, and it was totally correct without like any sources or anything so he's predicting or saying that overwatch 2 will be announced and also diablo 4 and also a remaster of diablo 2 which would be really cool because diablo 2 you played a lot of diablo 2 in the when you were a kid right i did yeah i actually played a lot of diablo 2 while in egypt at my cousin's house like on their computer because there's literally nothing else to do because when we went to egypt we didn't go on like vacation my parents just went to like see their friends so i would just be stuck at this apartment for like a month without my friends in america and there's no internet back then so i'm like okay i guess i'll play this random game and it was diablo 2 anyways overwatch 2 um according to the twitter leaks would uh have both pvp and pve um and a leveling system that would allow you to you know wield different weapons or more powerful abilities as you level up um according to metro so i don't know this seems pretty interesting i I don't know. I don't know how Overwatch 2 fits into like the existing Overwatch thing because I feel like Overwatch is of the new breed of games like Fortnite where you kind of just get like a season pass and you keep your level. Like I can't imagine a Fortnite 2. I don't know. Unless it's a, a drastically different game and it's like a story-based game and original Overwatch is what like the competitive league continues to play. Um I don't know. 
it's exciting, but we'll see. We'll see what actually happens. I could see it being it's just a continuation where it's almost like exactly what you said, almost like a Fortnite's chapter two where they revamp it. They have some new maps or something like that. I mean, they're not going to take... I, I can't envision them taking away heroes, right? I mean, maybe they give them... Maybe they drastically change some abilities and then really, I don't know, scale them from there. But I can't imagine anything else major happening because... Think about like Smash Brothers, right? Or any kind of fighting games. I, I would put this in the same category where they're limited on what they can change from a competitive perspective. Otherwise, people are not going to play Overwatch 2 because they're just going to play Overwatch 1 because that's the superior game or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, there's no... I mean, yeah, I see the need to kind of inject new blood or new life into the franchise just because it is... Well, I wouldn't say dying out. It's just been released on Switch. But uh, but it is dying out. It's not. I mean, it's you have the Overwatch League, which gave it a little bit of spice. But other than that, yeah, like the events are all recycled every season. Nothing is really new. They still develop some skins and stuff like that, but it's nothing too crazy. And I mean, they're definitely still gonna play it in competitive for the foreseeable future, like in an Overwatch League competitive play, because of you know they're constantly releasing all these new balance patches and whatnot. So uh, it'll be around for at least another good while but uh, yeah i don't know we will see this coming not this weekend obviously uh next weekend yes next weekend very so we will see um this next one is wild do we wait does the press conferences happen on friday and then the rest of the time is like the show floor thing or when i don't know how blizzcon works i've never been to blizzcon or i've never really followed it so i don't know yeah neither have i Okay, we'll find out, and hopefully we'll have some exciting news for next week's episode. Yeah. So this right. next one is very wild, and buckle in. I'm going to try oh, to flow yeah. through this as I remember this. as possible. Have fun. Bethesda announces Fallout first for Fallout 76, and it's truly a disaster. Uh, so we'll start with an article from Forbes. Fallout 76 has a new premium monthly subscription fee. No, seriously, it does. Uh, so Fallout first is going to cost either $12.99 a month, or $99.99 uh, per year. So, yeah, I get it. You paid $60 for this bullshit game, and now Bethesda's saying, you want more? No problem. Here you go. The game's still broken, but here you go. Well, so this isn't a required subscription. No. This is just to get your private, to get your own like private server to play alone, essentially. So what it does is it gives you access to private worlds. So play in a private world exclusively for you and up to seven friends. It gives you access to a scrap box, unlimited storage for crafting components in your own new scrap box container. It gives you a survival tent, a new placeable fast travel point with a stash, sleeping bag, and more for your basic needs. It gives you 1,650 atoms per month to use in the atomic shop. It gives you the Ranger armor outfit, an iconic Fallout outfit exclusively for members. And it gives you access to icons and emotes, um, which are unique icons and emotes available only to members. So, in my opinion, I'm like, this is stupid. Who needs this? I don't know. Maybe there's uh, there's people that want this, so maybe there are. I don't know. Okay, great. Maybe there are. So <laughs> people subscribe to it. So th- apparently there's a pretty loyal base of people that still play this stupid-ass game. Um, so Drag them. Damn. Yeah, so then not but a day later after this stuff goes live. Oh, by the way, they also announced like an NPC expansion, um, or I believe it was an NPC expansion, and they, they just delayed that, and then they announced this a day later. So, and that was going to be a free expansion to, like, fix, you know, a lot of the issues. So, anyways, now yes. a new article comes out, from also from Forbes. Fallout 76's premium private servers are not private, and its scrap box is deleting scrap. <laughs> oh, my God. So. This game will never know peace. And so, okay, so then. Um, so just a couple sightings here. There are for, uh, there are a few issues cropping up here. Fallout first players are finding that a newly created world they may they might be heading into is not actually new at all. Players are reporting dead NPCs and looted areas when they get there, implying that these are not actually new instances, but instead reused old instances masquerading as brand new private worlds. Oh my god. Oh wait, the private aspect is up for debate too. Players of big friends list, i.e. merchants who sell player goods and games, are finding that they can't prevent people from joining their private servers when they just want to relax and play by themselves or with a few friends. Without some sort of invisible mode, other players can see your instance and join it. So, that doesn't sound too private to me. This is 
a mess. And last but not least, multiple players are reporting that they have deposited hundreds of units of scrap in these new boxes, only to find that the box has eaten it. <laughs> what is this link down here? Is this like so? A- fans took to <laughs> fans took to the internet like they always do, and they made falloutfirst.com. F a l l o u t f i r s t dot com. So, what do they do? They posted Fallout F U first. Number first member effed, and there's lots of f bombs here. So, in the interest of not getting censored and taken off of iTunes, let's not drop all those f bombs. So, um, there are all of these things. <laughs> um, it, it's it's very entertaining. So, is this like? Can you actually have your own custom server, or is this just a parody of everything that's happening? Um, you're. No, you, you can have a, a private a private world. That's the whole point, right? No, like without Fallout first, can you have your own private world? Kind of like or a private server, kind of like uh, Minecraft. Like there are people to their own custom Minecraft servers. I don't think so, no. Okay. Just I don't kidding. think so. I wasn't um, sure if there was a way to do it unofficially. Yeah, so anyways, there's uh, if, you go out, if you go to this website, it's very entertaining and gives you some perspective on what, uh, what they're looking at here. They pretty much cloned... The entire website or the entire page that Bethesda put up, um, and uh, made a total. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Anyways, they made a total joke out of it, saying how bad it is, and oh God, uh, so there's a GoFundMe at the bottom to pay for hosting and domain fees, and they put a $110 goal. What are they at? $815. <laughs> 820. Oh, it just went up. <laughs> Someone just donated. Anyways, is that 820 now? I this don't even ridiculous. play Fallout 76, but falloutfirst.com is the best content for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go to falloutfirst.com and take a take a look-see at what a disaster this all is. Yeah, so this is a mess, and someone at Bethesda was like, no, this is a good idea. Let's do this. <sighs> yeah, so. this will go down in history as their uh, their virtual boy. This their is truly Wii U, their worst. Their disaster their worst moment yes um this these next two are old news what we had from last week that we didn't obviously record but Fortnite got sucked up into a black hole and it was down for about 48 hours i believe oh my god remember when that happened yeah i forgot it came back as Fortnite chapter two with a new map fishing boats swimming all sorts of stuff pretty cool some new ui overhauls which is kind of cool i played it for about two minutes and uh observed the changes and then turned it off that um that whole black hole thing was actually really cool. Like very, very cool. Just, so, for those unaware, go just go look it up the video. But basically, people were like playing, and I guess it was like the event, so they knew something was going to happen. But then the entire like everything just got started getting sucked into like this rift, and then the whole map just went into a black hole, and that was it. The screen was just a black hole; you couldn't get to the menu or anything. So uh, it was very cool, very cool stuff. Yeah. So this is like. It's one of those things where Fortnite continues to push these boundaries of having these moments of um, these special events or whatever. Like they had the Marshmallow concert in game, like that was really cool, and they had something like this where they literally sucked it into a black hole, and there was all these issues because like parent it was on a Sunday at two p.m. So there were like kids that were having birthday parties where they were gonna play Fortnite with their friends. And, like, parents are calling into Xbox and PlayStation support and Nintendo support, like, hello, my Fortnite's not working. Because it literally sucked it into a black hole. And then when you go to start it up, it just showed you the black hole. Just, like, Yeah, it was literally existing. just, like, a little circle in the middle. It was wild. Very but cool. What Sucks was for those kids. What was really cool is if you boot up Fortnite right now, it'll take... Well, then, obviously, it came back. And it came back as Fortnite Chapter 2, whatever... So it starts playing the intro video for Fortnite Chapter 2, and it shows, like, you know, I don't know, a little video kind of showing some of the changes, like, just as, like, a trailer, like they always do for all their seasons. But then at the end, it shows, like, everyone coming back in the bus because they, like, got away from the black hole thing in a bus or whatever. So the bus is back, and all these people are in it or whatever. Obviously, your character's in it, which is a generic character because you can customize your character. So in this case, it's a generic character. He jumps out the bus. And it automatically drops you into, like, you're then playing in a solo game. So it automatically drops you into it. So it's very immersive, and it's, like, very cool for no reason. So I still can't, like, and it's this game is still in early access. This game has been in early access for the past, like, 
how long is it about? Two, three years? Fallout 76 should have been in early access, but... <laughs> Fallout 76 should be inaccessible. Um, yeah. Anyways, speaking of nothing related to that, but I guess maybe related to black holes, um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is proving to be the most exciting game of the holiday season, at least for me. Uh, I don't know. There's this final preview that IGN posted, and it's this whole video that I've been watching as you've been talking here, and I am, like every second that passes by i'm more and more excited like imagine for those driving that can't pull up a video right now um like uncharted or like any kind of single player adventure game god of war kind of thing uh but star wars like it looks incredible the graphics look incredible the gameplay looks incredible just the mechanics of swinging your lightsaber and um and like the it seems like there's like light puzzle solving elements like it looks really really cool um, I am super, super excited for this. So if you have a chance, go check out IGN's final preview. Um, I'm sure other outlets have final previews as well. I guess we are IGN biased. Um, this comes out officially November, what, 20th? I don't know. I was going to ask you that. I'm sitting here watching the video, too. This looks so good. Yeah. Uh, November 15th. I was close. Five days off. Um, but yeah, oof, I'm so excited. So it's, it's funny. Just... Is it like, do you just wait a couple more days and get it for $30 on Black Friday? Or... I mean, oh no, he just like murdered a droid that looks like K2SO. Anyways, oh no, I guess there's, a there's whole like a droids that look like that, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of like interesting wall running. I guess he's using the force because he's completely defying gravity. Um, I don't know, something's happening. Uh, but yeah, it just looks really, really awesome. Um, kind of the Star Wars game that everyone's been waiting for, it seems like because there's never been a Star Wars game like this, right? Uh, no, there like a has. Single player. So there was uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. There was um, oh, this well, okay. so good. Recently, there's never been a, a Star Wars game. Oh like no, 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 What was no. the one that I mean, came out Force recently Unleashed... that was garbage? What? What was the one that came out like two years ago or something or last year that was like complete garbage with all the loot boxes? Oh, that's Battlefront. That's totally different. Yeah. You're not. That's that's like a multiplayer only game. There's no. I mean, it had a very limited yeah. story mode, but it's this yeah, is it had totally a story different. mode. And when they showed it in the trailers, it looked like it was going to be like a like something like this. Um, oh, it's funny. This part of the trailer, it looks like I don't know. It looked like Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> it looked like Batu. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really really excited for this. Like a totally just single player immersive adventure set in the Star Wars universe with a totally original story. So yeah. Yep, I agree 100. percent It looks great. I also have this video running as we've been talking and. It just it's looks like, so much fun. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be very satisfying. Yeah. Maybe you can go play God of War in the meantime. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then come back to this. I, I seriously do want to finish. Oh, you know what? It's funny you say that. I think I, I think I totally forgot to tell you. Um, we had some friends come over, and they were playing through Detroit, and we ended up pretty much staying up like almost all night, and they were like playing through Detroit. And we were all just watching. Oh, so, yeah. I told you. It's like a movie. Like, it's... It can be silly at times, but, like, it's genuinely well-acted and well-scripted, and, like, every choice does genuinely matter. Like, it's yeah, really good. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I would not be able to play that game, so... I'm it's telling like, you, get Lauren to play it. What? Get Lauren to play it. She was interested. I mean, I was doing, like, work and stuff while I was kind of watching, so I was half paying attention, but it is interesting. Yeah. But, I don't know. I... I don't know. It's not, I mean, it's not some, a game for me. Yeah. It's it's def- game is a loose term for it. I mean, there are some like quick time moments where if you're you know better at games, you'll be better at them. Um, but it's kind of hard to fail. Yeah, like you just make the choices, and it's more of like a point and click, point and whatever. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion clues. comes out next Friday or next Thursday. It does Halloween? Yeah, Thursday. Jeez. You have pre-purchased, pre-downloaded. I have it pre-ordered through Target. Fake. That's fine. I'm trying, to I'm, pre, like, I'm trying to pre-purchase Pokemon Sword, and there is no pre-purchase for that game yet. And it comes out November 15th as well. I November am, 12th? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty much... Does it come out that soon? I thought it was later in November. No, it's, not, um, it's one of the two. But uh, I've been pretty hardcore on just buying, going like all digital with my games on Switch. I feel like it's just so much easier... Like, even though, because I'm also running out of slots in my case that I carry my Switch around in. Oh, my God. But it's just so much easier to just boot them up immediately without having to, like, take out the cartridge. There's no point in having the cartridge. I have a big old SD card. Yeah, so I just, I think, I don't know if I told you, I got a 256 gig 
um, SD card, micro SD card for my Switch because I actually ran out of space with all the digital games I keep buying, like the indie games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't I'll know. I'll have to upgrade soon as well, but I think I'm good for now. I think I'm only at like 60% yeah. utilized. So. Yeah, I like digital on Switch a lot, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like I have the vouchers. I want to use my voucher. I have three vouchers left. I'm going to use it on Pokemon, Animal Crossing, and then TBD. But TBD. We'll see. I love that game. My favorite. Uh-huh. It is your favorite TBD, game. yeah. I'm going to use it on that Shin Megami Tensei game that I would never, ever play in my entire life. <laughs> I was going to say, you absolutely will not be using it on no, that. No, I'm not going to use it on that. All right. The last Shall piece. we wrap up? Review roundup? Yeah, so I actually included like little blurbs this time. So the first one on here is The Outer Worlds. Uh, this is the new Obsidian game that's co- that is out. I said coming out. It is out. And it is currently at a Metacritic of 86% out of 100 um, I took IGN's review here that gave it an 8.5, and they said, With the Outer Worlds, Obsidian has found its own path in the space between Bethesda and Bioware's RPGs, and it's a great one. So, For those unaware, because I always have to Google this because I always forget, Obsidian was the developer of Fallout New Vegas. Yes. Um, so, And even better news, this is available on Game Pass day one. So go on Game Pass right now and get it. I should, huh? I still haven't played through the Blair Witch. I've like started the Blair Witch, and I was like, hmm, this is much more in-depth than I thought. I just wanted to get spooked. I didn't want to meet this dog. Now the dog's <laughs> probably going to die. Oh, oh my not. God. Who knows? But yeah. anyways, speaking of spook, Medieval, apparently according to Metacritic, sitting at 67, which is disappointing. Was the original game not good? Because isn't this just a remastering? I think the original game was good. I, I don't know. I mean, it came out so today, like, though. I've heard nobody talk about it. If nobody told me, or if I didn't pull this up, I wouldn't have known that it came out today. Honestly, same. <laughs> like, I never played the original. I wasn't planning on playing this one, but I'm happy for everyone that is going to play it um apparently it fails to the polished remake fails to declunk the ps1 original um i don't know that one that's a quote from Eurogamer. but i gave you uh, a quote here from god is a geek and you didn't use it i was I could, i'm gonna read that one i was just curious as to because that quote doesn't go into why it it's bad it says medieval is a hollowed classic move your cursor i can't read uh, undeniably <laughs> And it's presented here with a shiny new look and comfortably familiar feel, made with love and attention to resurrect its appeal for existing fans. That doesn't help me tell me why it's sitting at a 67. Honestly, that sounds like a great the reviews review. were very... There weren't many reviews. I think there was five, like, relatively not 20 reviews. Like, not 20% reviews. So... Interesting. Anyways, I don't know. Sure. If you're... The game is apparently for... not great, which is good. Reassures my cancel yeah. pre-order. Kotaku's saying it has a lousy camera, so I guess it's just it like technical issues with the with the remaster, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Anyways, Call of Booty Modern Warfare <laughs> is sitting at an eighty six, perhaps the largest game uh, that will release this year. This is going to shatter records. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, however you look at it, Call of Duty is just a massive franchise. Uh, game Informer gave it an eight point seven five and says, all told. Modern Warfare should have received a new Call of Duty subhead, given just how different its avenues of play are. Not every one of Infinity Ward's ideas works, but a few are successful enough that I could see them as series staples. Modern Warfare's accomplishments may not be as pronounced as Black Ops 4's uh, Blackout being the, the Battle Royale version uh, mode being one of them, but it still delivers a hell of a multiplayer experience. Gunfight alone is worth the price of admission. There's so, an interesting Call of Duty renaissance we're going through here because COD Mobile is smashing records and this game is reviewing fairly well. Ahmed, a game could review bad and people will still buy it if it's Call of Duty. You're not wrong, but I feel like a lot of people that wouldn't buy it, like me specifically, would consider it. So I did buy it and I got it from um, GameStop. So GameStop has this guaranteed to love it program where if you buy it, and you bring it back within the next within two days of release, they'll give you fifty nine ninety nine in trade credit back. Interesting. So I bought it with trade credit, and then if I well, I'm presumably going to bring it back, and I'll just, if I do like it, I'll get it cheaper on Black Friday. But I'll try it out and see, and it's like a free demo. So and then when it it's a win win for them because they're going to buy it back from me for fifty nine ninety nine, but they're going to put it back on the shelf as a used game, and then they're going to get the money back from that. Which is going to be fifty four ninety nine, plus any coupons a person may have. But then that person's also probably going to buy other stuff too. So, how's this a win win for them? I'm so confused. Because you're pretty much getting people to buy more product from you by oh, having because them you, buy. 
you're locked in with the trade credit. Like, you're going to spend that money at GameStop anyway. Correct. So it's already and then, done. then John Smith, who comes in, says, oh, my God, there's Black Ops 4, and it's pre-owned. I'm going to buy that. Oh, my God, there's also Overwatch pre-owned. I've wanted to buy that. I'll get that, too. And then it's, oh, you, if you buy a console, you get 20% off used games. I'll buy an Xbox for... Uh, <laughs> For my cousin, I don't know. Who is John Smith, and what is he doing? Where is he getting all this money? John Smith is the average consumer, believe me. I've Going last night, we were there last night, and like I was there during the pre-ring, which is why I was like, oh, I guess I'll buy it. The people, I can't even tell you. There's so many people there pre-ringing up for Call of Duty to come back at 9 o'clock and pick that shit up. I'm happy for them. Um, I can't believe can't there's relate. still people like that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I, Call of Duty is the only game that I see that that still happens for. I bet you it happens for, like, FIFA as well. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. That goes without COD and FIFA are, like, the... They are so popular. Yeah. Extremely. Especially in Europe. FIFA yes. is, like, wildly Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. It's because they like soccer or something. Sorry, <laughs> football. Um, last but not least, or maybe least, probably least, to be totally honest, not that I'm looking at it again, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Sitting at a 77. Is this not a mobile game? No. They still release Plants for Zombies for consoles? This No, this is the third installment on console. So There were two others? Yeah, there was, the Anyways. original was very popular, and the second one was not as popular. Oh, it looks like this one's not going to be too, too popular, but who knows. If you're a Plants vs. Zombies fan, this might be for you. Um, from Attack of the Fanboy, who gave it a 4 out of 5, while it might not be every shooter fan's bag, Battle for Neighborville certainly got the ability to entertain just about anyone young or old experienced shooter player or first timer so wait this is a shooter yeah so plants for zombies garden warfare i believe those are like shooter type games so i don't know i haven't played them so i don't know much about it tbh i'm shocked to hear this it is a shooter huh that's so weird i thought that they were all strategy games well i guess that makes sense because i don't know bringing the mobile game to console and charging like 500% of the price is silly. So developing a new experience for console sounds uh, sounds like a better plan. So yeah. hope it goes well for you, whoever the developer of Plants vs. Zombies is. I think it's EA. Is it? Really? I mean, PopCap Games is like the name of the developer, but I think it's published through EA. Interesting. I played Plants vs. Zombies at... Where was I? It was at an amusement park. I don't think it was Universal, but it was another amusement park. They have like a giant Plants vs. Zombies game. Like half the people sit on one side and the other half sits on the other side. And one's the zombies, one's the plants. You have to like shoot the shoot each other or whatever. And we won. I think I was a zombie. It was very exciting. Interesting. Good times. Yeah. That's my experience with Plants vs. Zombies. I don't think I ever played the phone game. That being said, I think it is time to call it. Don't you say? Don't you think? Yeah, I'm just reflecting on how Zombieland Double Tap has a video game tie-in. Does it really? Yeah. What is this, 2005? Literally. These things still happen? Video game tie-ins. Yes, it is time to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening to us ramble on about the news that we've missed for the past two weeks. Hope you all got something out of this. If nothing else, we got a Med's little jingle. <laughs> jingle jangle. I forgot what it was. It was uh, Hot Toppies. Do, 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 do. There yep, we go. That's the exact I got one. It. Perfect. Yeah, it's it kind of just rolls off. I want to say the tongue, but it like rolls out of my head. Like just once I get in the groove, I'm like, oh, okay, I know exactly how to finish. If you shake your head hard enough, does it roll just down to your throat and then right out your mouth? Yeah. Ah, basically. Of course. Uh -huh. Oh see. yes, of course. Ah, I see. Uh -huh. <laughs> Make the noise <laughs> like the same. All right, that is it for episode 62, yep. 62 of What the Funcast. Thank you all for joining us. We love you. We appreciate you. Godspeed. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.